Good afternoon. From a passing game standpoint, obviously on your home, but obviously he's a known commodity, and we'll push forward toward the weekend. Obviously, without facts, evidence, reason, logic, an understanding of science, these are good things. Obvious. Black bears weigh between two and five hundred pounds. Brown bears weigh between 300 and over 1,000 pounds. This is your victory. And welcome to the obvious here episode. I think it's 150, guys. Yeah, we were there. Mm hmm. <laughs> what are you gonna say, Tyler? But ignorant stuff was gonna come out of your mouth. It's pretty sad. It's episode one fifty, and we have the two sus boys on tonight. Yeah, Bach AKA and Bach Phil. and Nick. <laughs> wow. Can I ask why Box in the sus boy category now? Because he has fake COVID again. <laughs> he has fake COVID again. <laughs> you know, maybe this is the time I get it. We'll see. We'll keep it tuned next week. I like went and talked to my boss today. <clears throat> I was like, so uh, one of my co-workers, not co-workers, one of the guys I went to Vegas with just tested four times positive for COVID. Like, should I go home? He's like, you feeling some t- symptoms? I'm like, nah. He's like, all right, just stay. No worries then. <laughs> I was like, okay. Even though I've been kind of congested the last couple of nights, but I feel fine now. <clears throat> I definitely got symptoms. So I, I skedaddled this morning and tested negative on a rapid, but the guy that tested positive i sat next to on a three-hour flight there and a three-hour flight back so <laughs> i'm a little bit sketched out we'll see how it goes <laughs> we'll see yeah. how it goes taylor's bringing a couple of rapids from the clinic Huge. so we take one of those oh well i don't think i got anything i'm immune anyway so doesn't matter true true, 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 true. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure I read if you have the extra chromosome, you you can't get it, but like it's not confirmed. You can't get a lot of things with an extra chromosome. They start handing extra chromosomes off to more people. <laughs> We'd be indestructible. <laughs> Too dangerous to have that many. <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, guess Bob can I talk a little bit about Vegas. That's why we didn't record Cash last. Win. <laughs> That's why we didn't uh, record last week. We, uh, I think, well, Tyler couldn't Wednesday, I don't think, and then, uh, yeah, we didn't make plans for any other day of the week, and then none of us could do Thursday because of Vegas. So, here we are today, post Vegas. Well, Nick, Nick had a busy week last week with his new Netflix show premiering, so. Oh, set the love on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I actually watched that show, and it actually was not too bad. It was kind of funny. That's true. We don't kink shame on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, but what were your initial, what are your thoughts on Vegas? It was a good time. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh... It was- is exactly how I, you know, kind of planned everything would be. It's kind of like exactly like it is in the movies, you know? It's fucking Vegas. Yeah, that's from, like, the moment you land. Like, it, like we land at night, and you just see the strip. Like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, like, watching Vegas Golden Knights, and they show the strip. 
It looks exactly like that, obviously. I'm like, okay. No way. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but like a lot of <laughs> like times you go places. Cameras. <laughs> right. But it's like I was like, oh, I was kind of surprised. Like, yeah, that's Vegas. You definitely could tell it's Vegas, and like flying in too, like everything's desert then there's just this giant golden area in the sky and that's just vegas <laughs> you're just flying that's just pretty cool to walk in it or uh, walk in flying at night but uh yeah kind of same as Bach, everything i kind of anticipated just casinos drinking eating a lot of food and chilling by the pool that's about all we did was that everyone's first time there or no uh, not Grant, and I don't think one of Grant's Gustavus buds. I don't think it was their first time either. BC, that was the second because he went there oh, in yeah. March. Mm-hmm. Who lost the most money? It's incalculable. It's incalculable. I'd say probably Bach, Helgo, or Miller. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't me. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> Chase, hear that buzz coming through? I just got thrown under it. Yeah. Crazy. I after your. Uh damage expenses <laughs> <laughs> i had a quick vibe check the last day tossing 200 on black it hit red i lost and then i was like that's it <laughs> i'm done this dude caught a vibe and he's like you know what let's put 200 on black oh. a nonchalant down right there, right if i win that i'll only lose like 400 dollars less than what i what i did lose so it's like whatever <clears throat> is what it yeah. is it's a mindset. It is a mindset. <laughs> Would you guys go back to Vegas? Ah, yeah. I would. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would. I don't think I'd spend... I think I'd do it for like a weekend. I think we did three nights. I don't know if I'd do three nights. <laughs> but, uh... You, you, I guess it depends who I'm going with because I think our friend group vibes pretty well not doing like the nightlife, like the club life, you know? Like, we had a lot more fun, I think, like, gambling and, like, sitting down, drinking, talking, like, just, just like, being a lot more low-key. Then there's some people that, like, go there for, like, the night, like, club life, you know? And I don't think that's really what I, my, that's not my preference. And I'm glad, like, it wasn't <laughs> our preference either. Because that's, uh, you guys not go to any clubs? Uh, me and Miller hit one with a couple of grant's gusty friends gus davis friends and i hated it man <laughs> like it was funny he like got us reserved like this super nice club i'm trying to remember where it was it was like i think it was like what was the, i can't remember exactly where it was um it's pretty late at night uh and like there's like the sick edm music going on like there's like dancers everything like this place is packed i was like dang this is kind of sweet just like experience but then like i get in there and like nobody's dancing nobody's doing anything oh it didn't seem like like it seemed like 80 percent of the people in there are there just to like show that they're there like a lot of people are on their phones like taking videos you know just to be there right it's like almost felt like more of like a status thing you know instead of like an actual like hey we're here to party maybe i'd had more fun like going to something like that if it was like me and the guys and like we got like a table somewhere and we're like buying drinks but like we went in there and like everyone's just kind of like it's like the everyone's just kind of like head bob dancing you know i'm just like all right <laughs> and you can't hear shit because it's edm going like it's just banging in there like as loud as heck uh so i guess that was our one experience um down to fremont was fun we went down to fremont uh 
that's like downtown Vegas. It's a way different vibe than on the Strip. Like it's less club like. I mean, there's probably still clubs down there, but it's more of like a. I, I don't know how would you explain it, but like a bar scene almost. Like it's. When we yeah, got to Fremont, bar, I was I was pretty fucked up by the time we got to Fremont. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> that is true uh i don't know it seemed it seemed like more like uh old school i guess down in fremont like that's uh, not necessarily like the younger crowd too much definitely younger crowd still it's like the place that you get on there and there's live music outside and stuff going on you know or like down on the strip it's like everything's inside the casinos and to get to a party on the strip you got to go up to like the 30th floor the casino top floor up in the penthouse and get into a party waiting like a 50 minute line you know that's like the strip at night but downtown it's like you're just walking around like you're seeing like there's just like there's strip clubs there's bars there's there's like little casinos there's like dancers on the side of the street downtown is way different i don't know it's it's kind of like it's kind of like like the strip kind of reminded me like if you like went downtown here in minneapolis compared to like uptown here in minneapolis that makes sense phil yeah you know that is kind of yeah what are you gonna say i I was gonna say i i heard i heard from sources that stalp would go afk like every night for two or three hours and you'd find him at the strip club (laughs) yeah yeah is that (laughs) that what you'd find (laughs) no no i mean we didn't hit any strip clubs. I think I think Grant is dead. Did on the last night. Don't mean to throw him under the bus, but Kane came like the last night. Is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, that dude's just a walking vibe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and um, but like there's like just topless women like on the side of the street, just spread out throughout the strip. And like it was just kind of it's like kind of cringe sometimes because like they like either try to get you like there's one that tried to handcuff Bach and Bach's like try to run away like dude get away from me like they're trying to sell him like whatever and then there's like other times like there's old guys that can't keep their hands off of them and like you're just oh, waiting geez. for like some dude to like come in and beat the shit out of some old guy or something and then also on this we also saw a homeless woman take a shit on the side of the street that was kind of cool <laughs> yeah that was right in front of the casino on the on the rocks that, yeah. was, that was an experience yeah nature I bet, I bet the casino really liked that they, they no one saw there's just like a, a line of homeless people there and yeah. one of them just homeless people are bad down there yeah they're everywhere i mean it's but... vegas right that's that's everyone's got cash in their pocket in vegas like there's probably not a better place to be homeless if you want to get free free money yeah, I bet you see a lot more of them down there than you do up here in, like, Minnesota. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's weird because, like, up here in Minnesota, you see them. You see them in, like, encampments. Down in Vegas, they're just, like, spread out everywhere. Like, there's one on, like, every corner, like, yeah, wanting money or something or, you know, like, while here, like, you'll see them in, like, a camp of, like, 15 of them. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, broke my phone first day there. Um, so it's a really good spot. Vegas is a really good place to be phoneless when you've, you know, never traveled or been to a big city. Um, but yeah, um, walked into the pool with it. I was a little bit tilly to that point. Uh, it was in my swim trunks pocket and I wasn't in there for more than a second or two before I realized it. In my opinion, I don't know. I I could have been fucked up and in there for 10 minutes with it in there, but (laughs) it was working. Um, like I took it out, put it down and it was working for like five to seven hours afterwards and yeah. when, when we were walking 
around. I tried to take a picture of something, and it just fucking shut down and never worked again. Mm -hmm. So, it's yeah, fine. that was a that was a net loss right there. But yeah. I bet your uh, long-term girlfriend really, really loved that you <laughs> the first first day that your phone broke. I bet she loved that shit. <laughs> She, uh, you know, she wasn't too upset about it. Like, I was giving her updates via other people's snaps and stuff, and um, she was actually happy that I wasn't constantly drunk snapping her and stuff, so it wasn't the end of the world. But um, there was one time when uh, when Nick was at the club with uh, Miller, and um, Helgo had to drop me back off at, my, at our uh, hotel room because I was too drunk. Um, so he dropped me off at the hotel room and he left and fucking, I'm like, I'm not ready to go to bed yet. And so I got up and I went to the one place I know I'd wander around in Vegas with no phone. I went to Dave's hot chicken. It was like one thirty-two in the morning or something. It was like it was yeah, three, man. It was, it was so funny. Cause like we're me and Miller at this club and it's the one I was telling you guys and like we left like like probably like 15 minutes at the club but we're like we're in the club i'm getting text messages i just get messages from helgo like it's like what the fuck is ba anybody know Baca's? we lost bach god damn it he's cussing bach out on the phone like you know bach doesn't have his phone bach is probably out there walking around vegas who knows where <laughs> like like i was like god damn it we lost bach whatever and i just like looked at miller i'm like you want to go get food yeah let's go get food so we walk back, we, and there's, like, this amazing hot chicken place. Like, there's the chicken sandwiches and stuff right next to our... They walk in there, this Bach just sitting there, just <laughs> stuffing his face with hot chicken. <laughs> and then, at like, four in the morning, just like, he's like, we're like, no shit. He looks at it, he's like, guys, I found you! He's like, <laughs> like, oh my god. He's just gone. Uh, but it was the best moment in Vegas for me. <laughs> It was just the redemption arc of Bach. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Uh, apparently, uh, you saw Tifu down there. I, I missed it, but Bach saw yeah, Tifu. You, did, you didn't see him? No, It was man. either Tifu or exact doppelganger. <laughs> I'm going with Tifu, though. You're going with Tifu? Okay. Did you see him yeah. at, like, a casino or what? At the pool. Oh. <laughs> That's what, probably uh, a doppelganger. I, I was I wasn't there to verify. I, mean, I was up in the hotel room. <clears throat> but we came back down. He's like, dude, I saw Tifu. I just saw my first celebrity. I'm like, did you actually? <laughs> like, where is he? It's like, I'm sorry, he's just here, man. <laughs> I, don't know, I believe you. Yeah, exactly. I choose to believe it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, Vegas definitely fun though. I had a good time. First night we stayed up for like forty hours straight. Yeah, it was a 39-hour bender, and it was fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> that sleep that night, though, felt great. <sighs> but, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad I'm home. <laughs> yeah. It was a good time, but I'm glad I'm home. It was, like, honestly, like, after waking up after that, like, 40-hour bender, I was like, you know, I could actually go home right now and feel just fine. <laughs> I was like, I was like, but we still had another night ahead of us. It was just like, okay, here we go. Yeah, there's a point during that bender when it turned to Friday and it was like 36 hours deep. I'm like, it's only Friday. Dude. It's only <laughs> Friday. Yeah. It's actually crazy you got sick. Don't know how that would have happened. <laughs> Drinking and partying in Vegas for 37 hours straight and not sleeping. 
wouldn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, my Fargo immune system did not hold up well over there. But, yeah, it's you know, dry and hot. Hugo got burnt to a crisp again. What a surprise. What a fucking surprise. Yeah. <laughs> he was so I burnt. think I put sunscreen on every 20 minutes. Yeah. I did not burn. Except there's one spot in my back where I didn't get. It's just fucking red. It's like a little circle. But <laughs> other than that, I did well. I'm still yeah. a white boy. I got the a little burn to my shoulders. That's it. <clears throat> nah. Bros, bros are sus. Can't help me out. <laughs> but... No. So you're yeah. saying summer of next year, the obvious Las Vegas trip? Yeah, let's see if you can survive the longest in Vegas. Phoneless. <laughs> Phoneless. <laughs> Box already got experience. Yeah. We Tyler, Tyler's Tyler's already lived half his life books. without a phone. True. <clears throat> they didn't have phones back in the day. Uh, it's, probably, it's probably good that Bach didn't have his phone available because you know how many times he probably got yelled at by the freaking dealers at the blackjack tables he's snapping grace or something he put your fucking phone away and he's just like <laughs> you know it's just like it probably would happen so many times but they fucking they always get me with their vodka red bulls dude <laughs> i bet the plane ride sucked though without a phone that's probably the worst part yeah i had beats and i fucking just put them over my ears try to dim the noise <laughs> <laughs> fucking sun country i'll never fly that again Shit sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> what would you guys do this weekend? <laughs> Not Vegas. <laughs> I thought I saw you down there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I worked all weekend. It was grandma's up uh, here at Duluth. So it was pretty busy. Probably make some good money then, hopefully. Yeah. Nice. But it wasn't worth it. No. No. It's always Never worth it. What you on about? I mean... Yeah, it was worth it, but the entire time during my shifts, I was like, I can quit and I can find a new job. I can quit and find a new job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those ones. Ah, uh, I see. Just hell? Was it just, like just understaffed or what? Or just people being Not assholes? even understaffed. It was, yeah, just tourists coming up. Like, the whole, like, bar was full and they weren't, they didn't have enough patience to sit there and wait for their server to come get them. So I had, like, a full rail and then people were coming up to the rail to get drinks and nice. whatnot. So, yeah. And then those tips probably went to the server and not you. Just about. Yeah. So, I was like, <laughs> so yeah, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I guess the servers usually tip out the bartender, so. They have to, like, they don't have to, but it's, like, customary to tip at least 10%. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Tyler doesn't even tip. Why would he tip someone for doing their job? What did right, they already get paid to do that task. Why am I fucking tipping them, too? 10 15 hours not enough to live off of. <laughs> well talk to your employer don't talk to me bitch. <laughs> exactly <laughs> no i i normally tip pretty well but yeah i've been seeing this shit on tiktok lately of like it's like a group of people who clean golf carts at like golf courses like bitching about not getting tipped have you guys ever tipped a golf cart person no i've tipped like the, la the lady that serves drunk. me drinks <laughs> right the cart person yeah, the cart yeah. girls but like that. I have never. Drinks, that's it. Yeah, the they're, they're, it's like this is a cart guy, cart club. Right. It's like these people on there bitching about like they clean the carts and don't get tips. Like, I go pick up the cart, I go grab a key, I pay for the cart, I pay the cart fee, I go get the cart, I drive it to my vehicle, grab all my shit, 
go golf in that 18 holes, put my shit away, clean the golf cart out. I throw all my garbage away every time. And I go drop it off right in front of the garage. I'm not tipping you nothing. Ever. Yeah, right. Like, what like they do? Like ever give you money. And it's not it's even not like, like they show first. Right. It's not even like they clean it well either. They have like a little power wash thing. They just spray it down with the hose. Right. It's like, and it's done in 30 seconds. Like, what am I? What am I tipping you for? Like, right. Yeah. But uh, this week my dad came to visit from Michigan, so we hung out. He stayed through a resort by my house. Nice. Um, went golfing on Saturday. Kicked everyone's ass. That was pretty good. Best. Best. Round of golf I've played in a while, so that was fun. Oh, um, uh, Tyler Madden's Resort is that up by you? Yep, like twenty five minutes from my house. Shit, because uh, in September going? I'll be up there for a weekend. It's like a well, little company. Trip. Oh, is that your? Yeah, your company yeah, free like time we'll thing or Absolutely. <clears throat> that'll be, that'll be yeah, good. It's right on Gull Lake there, right by Gull Lake there. Yeah, I think it's on it, right? Sounds right. Yeah, they have good golf courses there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently they had a lot of stuff. Like, they were, like, saying, yeah, we do, like, horseback riding, this, that, ATVs, you go trap shooting, like, all this crap. I was like, dang, that's, that's kind of crazy. You yeah. mean the neck tattoo, cigarette smoking Trump supporters stuff? Yep, that's what exactly. They do. <laughs> all the people just that, so, that were so on January like, 6th were, live there, Phil. <laughs> like, it's just so crazy to be like, that's how, like, she described Brandon. <laughs> Like, like if you think about it, I, I would put that way more on Fargo than Brader, but you know. As as Bach has a neck tattoo and smoke cigarettes. <laughs> Alright, real question is when you guys were in Vegas, how many darts were put down? None, we got three fucking vapes. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> they yeah. lasted the whole weekend between all the guys. Yeah, I bet. Dead ass. <laughs> So, are we thinking that's cap though? I didn't do anything. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, cap, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, cap. Yeah, that's definitely. Cap. Oh man, I didn't supposed do nothing. to be in the room right next to Bach. <laughs> <laughs> I was an innocent man. I was only drinking vodka, Red Bulls, and eating hot chicken all week. That's all I did. <laughs> Tell you, my stomach on Monday hurt. I will say that. Very glad I took my. It's day not off. your. It's not your meat and rice anymore, dude. You're not. You're not prepared for that. I know. It's like. You're not prepared to go out in the real world. Tr- you eat is meat and rice every day of the week. I know. It's like drinking diesel and eating just fat, just fried chicken and French fries. Like we, I think we ate Dave's hot chicken four times. Yep. <laughs> he went there for so fucking good. But. Yeah, we need one of those around us. That shit was gas. Yeah. Yeah, I would not be able to stay away from it if it was here. I mean, I already got Chick-fil-A close to me. It's better than Chick-fil-A. I'll, I'll definitely put it above Chick-fil-A if that kind of puts it in perspective for you boys. So, Chick-fil-A slaps, so that's a lot of praise. It is. You guys like Chick-fil-A better or Raising Cane's better? Raising Cane's. I think they're different. I've never had Raising Cane's, so I can't really put my input on that. I think I think it depends because, like, a Chick-fil-A... I haven't had Raising Cane's sandwiches. I don't go to Raising Cane's to get sandwiches. Well, I go to Chick-fil-A to get a chicken sandwich, you know? While, like, Raising Cane's is more like tenders. That's kind of like... That's yeah, why I think they're a little different. Their tenders do slap, I will say that. If I want tenders, I'll go to Raising Cane's. But if I want a sandwich, I'll go to <clears throat> Chick-fil-A. Is yeah. Popeye's or Chick-fil-A better? Bach used to have an opinion on that that I disagreed with. Fox Honestly, Fox. I think Chick-fil-A is just overrated, bro. <laughs> I've never been a huge fan of it. 
I haven't had Popeye's so, to be honest. Chick-fil-A is pretty good. <laughs> I never, I'm never in a position where like, oh, I'm fucking craving Chick-fil-A right now. Like, I've never had that feeling once in my life. I don't know. I was just thinking about Dave's hot chicken today. It was during lunch and I was sitting there just depressed eating my rice and beef bowl. Just thinking about Dave's hot chicken every bite. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'd fly back just for Dave's. That's honestly imagine dope. it tastes like it. If I imagine it, it tastes like <laughs> right. it. Say the entire I'm wearing time. the same pants that I had there, just pulling little scraps out and eating them. <laughs> the I can taste the Nashville hot season. Yeah. It's, it's How do I get these chicken sandwiches through airport security? <laughs> right, exactly. I don't think you're allowed to travel the food from foreign countries, right? Um, I don't know. Can, it's like unopened, I think. Mm. Well, good thing Vegas isn't in a foreign country. Yeah, it is. What are you on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different there. <clears throat> but yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, Vegas. <clears throat> oh. Well. Yeah. What did we. Uh, shit. Oh, I've, I'm up to episode five on Kenobi. I haven't seen the newest one. The finale was fucking nutty. It was so good. I will say, I will say, Nick. Yes, the finale was very good. That's pretty low bar. So I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. This was this was my favorite episode out of all of it. Mm -hmm. Can I say this though? Multiverse of Madness was still better than the whole series, but can I say this? I was 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 episode five. Was I not right about Riva? The yeah, whole goddamn time, man. Bro, bro, bro Bryce saw spoilers on TikTok or Twitter no. and then tried to act like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. No. The right answer. No, it's Disney every time. What do we got? We got we got a strong female lead character. What's she going to be? Oh, she's going to turn good. <laughs> Fucking happened again. Who would have thought? <laughs> Who thunk it? Who thunk it? Called that shit before. Before episode one even started, I saw the trailer and I was like, "That bitch is gonna be good." That's <laughs> like, that. dude, and look at what happened. Oh, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen it. <clears throat> but yeah, well, but we'll also see how episode six goes. Who knows? I don't know. Shows are. It's hard to write smart people in shows if you're a dumb person. A dumb person cannot write a smarter person than them in a show. It's impossible. And I feel like that's what happens in a lot of these Disney shows when they try to make smart people, but they're really just too dumb to make a smart person, you know? I can't write a character that's smarter than me, you know? I really don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> that, like okay. Terrible explanation, but... Can you know. write someone that's smarter than yourself? Like, if you're only smart to a certain level, can you write someone that's smarter than you? Yeah, because it's fucking fiction. <laughs> no, that's not, that, no, that's, that's not how that works, though. Like, it's not. <clears throat> I don't know. I just, I just, Bro, lot, I just keep seeing a lot you, of dumb shit in this series. And it's making me mad. You play, you play a smart person at your work when the reality is you're not a smart person. I know. It's like the same, it's like the same thing. No, I'm I, just, Nick, I'm, I understand where you're coming from. And you see what, what I mean, Phil? Thank I know you. what you're talking about. Bro, like, the Stump Brothers will literally suck each other off for it. Movie, TV show, take related. <laughs> like, they will, like, praise each other so much. It's unreal, dude. I'm just saying, I, I, like, I know what Nick's talking about. 
Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, right. I know. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I will say, I will say this. I, I feel like this, the Kenobi show, was very poorly written. It has been very poorly written. Yes. Like I want, even, I, even in I, episode I, five, where it's like, even like the very end, where I was like, what that one dude drops like Kenobi's like little fucking thing that like whatever reason has all of his messages from Organa or whatever, yeah. and I was like, okay, and then Kenobi's just like, oh, something's not right. At the end of the episode, I was like, really, bro? Like, you didn't check to see if you had your little thing that had all the information the entire show was about? Oh, you didn't see that? Like, bro, I don't know. It's just... Bro, I, I hope we have, like, a listener who's just, like, so wealthy that he has stupid money and can just do give you guys a donation so you can make a TV show on your own because you guys talk about how poorly written everything is. So you guys must be fucking experts. No, that's the thing. Is I'm not smart. I couldn't do it. <laughs> but obviously, the people at Disney are hiring aren't smart either. The plot, I've, like, I've I like the it. plot, though, you know? Like, the plot's actually good. Like, that's been the thing with Star Wars. The plot in every movie has been good. But it's just been the writing has been so god-awful every single time. Except for Rogue One. Rogue One was great. I really enjoyed that one. And I might even give Force Awakens some credit, too, just because there's a new Hope.0. Oh. But that's okay. And... So, but yeah. <clears throat> I thought some of the newer ones were okay. You probably hated them, but. Uh, like which ones? I don't. If you know. say the last Jedi, I'll drive out to Brainerd. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll murder you. Beat the shit out of you. <laughs> you really didn't like it? No. no the I'm last Jedi. The Last Jedi, I literally was one of the people that signed the petition to make it non-canon. To, like, <laughs> delete it from the entire universe. I think that was one of them that I walked out, and I was just like... I, th- I think yeah, I watched it, watched I watched it with it, Kimball. We, watched yeah. it to- well, we all yeah, watched yeah. it together. I remember the drive home, we were all just like... That, that just was wasn't... not that good. That was not good. <laughs> like, was kind of trash. It's like, it was just no, yeah. I, thought, I thought it was pretty good. Well, I was like one of like the seven million people that like signed the petition. Seven. To yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, the petition here's here's what here's what I give yeah. Last Jedi credit. Like if you're going for like a movie like spectacle, like something that's like a great picture, that has awesome cinematography, right? That one probably has the best of all the all of them. But like it just like threw out like so much crap from the first. It just made it made Force Awakens like irrelevant. The Last Jedi did. Like if you like go like go rewatch Force Awakens and then uh, Last Jedi, you're like, well, why did they do this this way when they were gonna go this way? And like it was like they just like, completely did an entire pivot. Just, the like, Last Jedi weird. is the equivalent to the last season of Game of Thrones. But like everyone hates that last season so much. Like I didn't think it was horrible. Like oh my god, I didn't think it was season good. Made John, the last season made Jon Snow coming back absolutely like worth nothing. <laughs> did not kill the Night King. Did not take up the throne that he was rightfully to. <clears throat> he just went back and fucked off with the wildlings. Yeah, talk about just a waste of a story arc. Yeah, but now look, now look what his new show is coming out. Probably gonna be trash. Wait, Jon Snow's coming on the new show? Yeah, yeah. That's not gonna Bob, be good. Do you think? Do you think the Stout brothers like? Do you think they take like a pen and a notepad into each movie and like take notes? Like, 
I'm gonna go into this and fucking hate it and critique it as much as possible. They like, go on, like a pen and paper, start fucking writing shit down. No, I think no. the extra chromosome helps them like remember. It's like a photographic memory, so they can just go home with a piece Ty- of chalk and. Tyler's fucking... like fifty-five no, years old. He can't even remember part. half the movie after it finishes. Yeah. <laughs> I swear I go in to watch a movie to enjoy it, and I think you guys go to a movie to fucking pick it apart. I do, hundred percent. Every time. Just fucking hate it no okay i will it, say this i will say this like on thursday because i went to go see the new lightyear movie that movie is actually <laughs> fucking sick no shot no fucking shot that movie has the worst reviews i've ever seen so and you like it reviews. fuck you okay. I you're a stupid I piece thought, of shit your I movie takes that movie i thought that movie was actually kind of sick i thought it was good but I, here's the thing i don't read reviews because i think reviews are fucking stupid you movie know critics, what? Movie critics are literally just people that couldn't make it as an actor, so they went on to just say, you know what, fuck it. We're just they gonna fuck it. Screw Tim shit. Allen. Fuck Buzz Lightyear. I'm not seeing that shit. <laughs> it's not about the toy. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, uh, I agree with Phil's Rock take in. on the reviews. I think, I think like... I think there, you're, you're, you're literally the person that comes on the podcast and says, oh, this is getting such bad reviews. Okay, well, you want to know what, like, the worst Quentin Tarantino movie was by reviews? Inglorious Bastards. Trash. I view that as, okay. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear is a 2.6 on Google reviews. That's not good. Okay, here's the thing. That is all by, that's all by the public, and that's probably the fucking QAnon people getting all pissed off because there was a lesbian kiss scene in it. And it was, like, for, like, You're really a long. part of that. <laughs> You're literally a part of that. <laughs> oh. It's me. <laughs> I'm a sleeper agent. <laughs> yeah, I want to see what the Last Jedi reviews are quick. Last, last Jedi, Jedi reviews was... 2.3. Suck a dick, Tyler. That's worse than Buzz Lightyear. It's just all these canon Star Wars dweebs like, Oh, listen, follow the story. Tyler, <laughs> oh. push your mic away from your mouth a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. No. Like, okay, if, if this puts, flash, if this puts uh, like, reviews in perspective... <clears throat> Google reviews for Last Jedi, 2.3 stars out of 5, right? But then critic reviews for The Last Jedi, 91%. Always yeah, always tr- always know what they're talking about. No, they're not. <laughs> always trust audience score. Audience score is way more accurate almost 100% of the time than the critic scores. Yeah, what, is ru- what is Rubber's score? Rubber? I bet it's like I bet it's at least a 4. <laughs> <laughs> Four rubber reviews. Rubber three point eight. Oh my god! Yeah, you're a fucking scam. No, you that, are a scam. But but that okay, movie's a banger. The Google reviews is about the populace. The populace is stupid. No, ninety percent of the populace. Ninety percent of the populace still thinks so? that fucking here's, here's, chocolate well, comes from brown cows. Here's also the reason why go. rubber rubber now does better. Rubber does better because you go into that movie not expecting a good movie and you get exactly what you came for. <laughs> the thing, the thing with Last Jedi. Everyone is expecting, oh, this is going to be sick. It's going to be the sequel for Force Awakens. Force Awakens is actually decent. Go in there and just shit the bed. The Buzz Lightyear probably went in there. But everyone obviously hated it except for Phil. I don't know. I thought, how? dude, okay, here's the thing. I thought out of all the Pixar movies, this one had, like, the best, like, color, like, sh- like 
if you it was, if it was shot in a, like the best colors in mixing and everything like that. I thought it was a well done visually a well done movie. See, this dude has literally the lowest standards for certain movies, <laughs> and it's Star Wars. Like Star Wars could have like the best movie. It'll come out be almost perfect, and they and would fuck, still like, say it. They shit. would fuck one little thing up in the movie and feel fucking hate it. <laughs> of, uh, yeah, of course. Dude, look at Rogue One has four point five stars. This is by far the best Star Wars movie. I literally don't care about reviews anymore because the rubber is way too high. There's no <laughs> like I don't give a. I fuck. just told like, you why rubber's high. Rubber even has seventy percent critic score. That's Garden. not bad. That's not rubber bad. had a rubber had a great original writing, original script. There I was nothing else like rubber. it. There was nothing else y'all like are, it. Y'all are trolling. Did you see the ending? And fucking. It left. Where's rubber two? Where's rubber two? Uh, I don't know. Damn, Wally had a four point eight. Yeah, Ooh, Wally's a banger. Who would give Wally a one star? That is that movie is excellent. It's fucking great. Grace hates Wally, and it, we almost broke up over it like five times. So, <laughs> well, it's, it's see, Wally's like one of those few movies where both the audience score and the critic score match. <clears throat> where the heck did Bach well, and Phil go? They just go duke it out. They're they fighting right now. I don't know. I think Phil's driving a Brainerd. About to go assault him. <laughs> That'd be the funniest thing ever. We're sitting here on the pod, and I'm camera. You just see Phil come in, so beating the shit out of Tyler. <laughs> He'd need an army. Phil's such a pussy. <laughs> I don't know where he went. I had to go grab another beer because you guys are pushing me to drink. <laughs> With these bad takes. Oh, this guy. I'm warming up my car, fucking pussy. I'm gonna be there. <laughs> uh, well, in the meantime. The Warriors won another championship. Steph Curry, greatest player of this generation. We're fucking going. And they're probably going to win another next year, baby. When KD KD goes back to the Warriors, it's going to be fucking fantastic. Greatest point guard of all time. (laughs) That's just not accurate. I know. But if you look it up, he's listed as a point guard. Yeah, but greatest point guard means he's greatest at, like, every aspect, and he's not. I, well, I'm just thinking that, like, if you compare him to other great the greatest, are... the greatest shooter in the point guard category, sure. Probably best scorer, sure. But the like, thing is, like, as there's... a point guard, is he the best, like, point guard? When you think of the position point guard, is he best point guard? Probably not. Well, if you're thinking, like, okay, would you rather have Steph Curry or Magic Johnson? I mean, it dep- like, it dep- all, like, it's all, like... At the time, you want Magic, right? That dude is by far the best well, player in the league. Like, what do you need? Like, do you have do you have someone that can shoot and score the ball? Like, then you probably oh. take Magic. Like, I don't know. You're like shoot and dr- score dr- the dr- ball. You would take Magic over Steph. No, I'm saying if you have someone else, like, if you have someone who can shoot, like, I don't know. Magic. Like Draymond. Draymond's basically a point guard of that team. <clears throat> Fucking. Magic, so it's like a, it's a weird comparison for Magic because that dude was six foot nine playing point guard back in the day. Like he was just he was just I so good like, at basketball. He could play any position. He was like LeBron before LeBron, you know, where he's just like no, this giant no, that like, could play any position. And yeah, then I understand what Tyler's coming from because, <clears throat> like, Magic was better. Like he, Magic was known for his passing and his assisting. So right, for like, from a different aspect, aspect of the game, yeah, another aspect of the game, he is better than Steph Curry. But it's like, would you rather have a better passer on your team or a better shooter slash, like, score? I would take the score. I don't know. I asked, like, the Celtics teams that had Larry Bird. I mean, 
Like, I, I think you could compare Steph Curry and Larry Bird much easier than you could compare, like, a point guard to Steph Curry. Well, okay, in that aspect, I think I would t I think I'd still end up taking Steph Curry over Larry Bird. Obviously, that might have some recency bias because I've only seen, like, highlights of Larry Bird. But, I mean, when the man has the most three points of all time, two-time unanimous MVP winner, or one two-time MVP winner, one-time unanimous, and what now, the four-time or three-time? Four-time title. Four-time title? Mm-hmm. Um, the GOAT conversation in the NBA is so hard because the game is at such a different point. And the thing is with the NBA, there's no, like, clear GOAT. Like, if you talk about hockey, I mean, there's, there's clear, one. I mean, there's a clear GOAT. but like, Yeah, there's a clear GOAT just because he was so far better in everything, like, every aspect of the game. I think Tyler was talking about MJ. It's just, like, not an argument. <laughs> okay, well, that, that well, has my people like, people, well, there's, there's people, people like you think there. there's, like, an argument, but it's not an no. argument. It's like everybody has kind of their own GOAT, like, within basketball. But then mm. if you want to talk about, like, football, or, well, football, I guess you can probably say Tom Brady. Yeah. But then, like, hockey, it's just, there's one person who everybody considers the greatest of all time in hockey. Because he has all these records that nobody else is going to touch. Sidney Crosby. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Kirill Kaprasov. You're welcome. Kaprasov, by the time he retires. He has all yes. the Minnesota Wild records. Nate, He's going Nate to. Proper. Nate Prosser, yeah. Dano Chara. Yeah, hardest slap shot ever, baby. Actually, I don't even think he has that anymore. But, anyways, like, when it comes down to me, when you want to talk about, like, the greatest point guard of all time, I will say it's Steph Curry. Even though he said himself that he doesn't really play a position, he just plays basketball, because there is arguments that he can play, that he plays more shooting guard than point guard. But it's just he's listed as a point guard. So in that respect, I'm going to say he's the greatest point guard of all time. I think you go 20 years from now and you think of Steph Curry, everyone thinks of him as a point guard. Like, Yeah. Maybe. Except for Tyler. I mean, he's, uh, Tyler's uh, Alzheimer's going to kick in by then. Is he even top five in the NBA I mean, like, players I, I, your team? Yeah, I would yeah. say so. 100%. Name another point guard or shooting guard that you had over him right now. James Harden. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know. Dame's pretty Dame's pretty cracked. Dame is good. Like, 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 also... like I said though, like it's it's so dependent, like the makeup of Steph Curry's team has to like fit around him. Like like it's so hard to compare because like obviously if you have Dame you're probably gonna want another shooter on the team. I don't know. It's it's really hard to compare, I think, in like arguments like this is I don't, know. I, I, I don't know enough about basketball, but just the way people talk about it, it seems like the game has changed where, like, there's not really set positions as much anymore. No. The game is as very maybe what it used oriented. to be, you know? But it's like very shooting-oriented. That's, that's what I'm trying to say, though, is, like, Steph Curry wouldn't be nearly as effective without probably, like, Draymond Green or someone that's, like, helping distribute the ball to him a little bit. Like, mm -hmm. whereas, like, Dame and players like that they're much better distributors and they run the offense like do other things like Steph Curry couldn't be like his own superstar by himself without other players around him I guess obviously Dame hasn't won anything so he probably needs stuff around him too but mm -hmm. I like, just like when you picture for me like playing basketball forever and being a fan of basketball like when you picture a point guard like you think of like that kind of stuff where it's like and obviously Curry creates his own shots and has all these highlights and can has unlimited range, so it's it's just so hard to compare. But like, mm -hmm. Curry's role is like like what you picture like much more like a Ray Allen or someone who's like, they're just a shooter and scorer. 
They're not like he's a, just he's just a Ray Allen that's three better. times better. That's three <laughs> times better. It's like you can't say he's Ray Allen when he does everything better than Ray Allen. Right, but like what I'm saying is like if you had Dame with someone like that who can shoot like Steph, like Dame would probably be the better point guard. Except yeah, Duncan, Ray Allen could throw one down. Steph cannot. Yeah, Steph, Steph can't. <laughs> Steph no, cannot. Steph is 6'3", getting stuffed at the rim. The, the reason I think there's still an argument that he's not the greatest point guard of all time is Steph can't play defense at all. I don't know. Someone called him a good two-way player. Some reporter did, and he got really surprised by it. He's like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, that was kind of funny. <clears throat> but I mean, he's not an elite defender. Yeah. Just like Chris, Chris Paul, that's why Chris Paul's ass yeah. he can't defend anymore. He's a cone. What I found that was so surprising was like how heavily favored the odds were towards Boston. Boston. Like, I think what at one point they had like an eighty-four percent win percentage, like chance to win. I think when was, they were two yeah, one it was up like or something. To 16. It was like damn. Yeah. I was, I, it was before I, I, the season. It was before the series even started that they were eighty-four percent likely. Right, like, and I was like, is they just trying to like set this up as like the greatest underdog story? Like Steph Curry does it as an underdog, or like what is this? Like, <clears throat> like I think he becomes so underrated to a point. Like when you have that much playoff experience on a team, like you almost can like autopilot. Like. Mm-hmm. Like, with how much experience they had playing in big games and playing yeah. in the playoffs and doing all that, like, they've seen everything. Like, they don't get surprised by things. <clears throat> they don't, like, crack under pressure. And, like, I think you see that, like, with young teams who've never been there. They don't have a ton of playoff experience. They don't have a ton of, like, that pedigree. It, it's underrated, I think, at points, especially in all sports. Like, yeah. like you're going to see with the Lightning. All of a sudden, the Lightning are going to win this. And everyone panics saying, like, oh, they lost twice. They're done. They're gonna lose. It's like, but they've been probably been there before. They've seen that a million times. They just yeah. autopilot to what they know and I they mean, know how to win games. Like, and right, like, like like the Lightning too. Like they've won the last they've won the last two cups. They're in the third final in a row. I mean, they're in a final back in 2015 where they lost four to one. Because a lot of those players were on that team. They were on that one of the greatest teams of all time in the regular season. The, the season before they went on their current streak. And they got swept in the first round of the Blue Jackets, so they they like went through like a lot of failures in the playoffs before they got to where they're at now. Now they're like, well, we're just not fucking losing because now we actually know what to do. <clears throat> this season, no. they've also won every series from behind, right? Except for the one against so, the Panthers, where they swept them. Yeah, yeah. But it's like everybody say, everybody was saying, just like, oh, they're down two zero. They're not going to be able to come back. They were down two zero to the Rangers. Oh, well, they lost the last game 7-0. Well, they just won this last game fucking 6-2. Yeah, that's the thing with the playoffs, too, especially, like, I mean, it might be different in football, right? Like, in football, like, I could see, like, that momentum really carrying over, you know, maybe in the next game. Yeah. Where, like, you, like, say, like, someone, like, stomp someone, like, 40-15, to 15, and then maybe maybe not in football. That's probably a bad comparison. I don't know, because each team's different. But, Best of seven, like it's one game at a time. You know, you can lose a game fifteen rip, and it only counts as one game. <laughs> I think football—it's the hardest game to win a champion, or it's the hardest sport to win a championship in, because it's one and done. I don't think it's like I think I think it's the exact opposite argument. Like you think so? Like you can get lucky. Like you can get lucky. You have to get lucky what four, four or five times, and you win a championship. You can't do that in any other sports in best of seven. Like, you can't luck yourself to a championship game. But I think you can do that in football. Like, you get hot Are you the saying right Tom time, Brady you got lucky seven times? I mean, 
No. Once you win seven times, you're no longer lucky. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. he's also like the only person to do that. Yeah, because he was good enough to do that, I think. And that's why he's like the greatest of all time. I no. think football, it's so much harder because, I mean, look at Aaron Rodgers. Everybody thought after he won that first Super Bowl, he was going to carry the Packers to so many. He hasn't been back since. That's because he's not a winner. Or just because it's harder for an NFL team to make it to the championship. I think it's much harder to do it in any other sport. Like you have to win a seven game series how many times in pro sports? Like that's I think it's not, that's it's not easier easy. for an it's easier for an underdog team to make it to the Super Bowl than it is in any other sport, which makes it harder, I think, overall to make it because it's like there's a, it's just every game can be such a coin flip. I mean, like look at look at Cincinnati this past season. Nobody thought that they were going to be, make it to the Super Bowl. Nobody thought they were going to make it to the AFC Championship. Right, that's my argument. They it's easier. You can get lucky and make it to the Super Bowl. That's also that's also kind of why I think that it's also harder in that aspect because it could make it's it like every game can be a freaking coin flip. There's not really like one dominant person that can carry you through like the NBA where you have like Giannis like. Okay, but he's like nobody's gonna come. Nobody's gonna catch up to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's at my point. I'm gonna say this: that Tom Brady's in the same category as Wayne Gretzky. Nobody's gonna be able to catch up to him. Except like, Jalen Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was training with them this offseason. He was training with them this offseason. Watch out. Box, box still drunk from Vegas. <laughs> Those vodka Red Bulls are still flowing in his veins. <laughs> Is that Kool-Aid? It's water. <laughs> box started putting his McGoldens in his hydro flask. <laughs> Bringing it to work. <laughs> can't run without it dude <laughs> you're right dude i get headaches but, if i don't drink it <laughs> but no, that's why i think like football is harder it's like the hardest one to win because every week is so unpredictable i'd say that I because minnesota i'd say that because it. minnesota hasn't won a championship of football but then i'd have to say that about every sport so We've been to it four fucking times. <laughs> so then it's clearly the easiest. It's clearly no, the easiest. That means it's clearly not the easiest because we went into it four times and we didn't fucking win it. Yeah, but it's Minnesota. <laughs> I, I think golf, uh, the golf's the hardest, hardest major sport to win. You're playing against the entire field and you're playing against yourself and you're playing against the course. Well, yeah, but golf is an individual. Okay, team sports. Team sports. And don't even say that golf is a team sport because of the caddy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know, 100% Tiger Woods is not listening to his caddy. How much do you think caddies get well, paid? Wrong. A lot more than you think. Yeah, probably. Look they get like quick. 10%. They get like 10, 10 plus percent of the purse when they win. And then they usually get like tips or bonuses on top of that as well. Okay. And they can get endorsements and all sorts of shit. Most P okay, yeah, most PGA tour caddies make a base between fifteen hundred to three K per week. So that's probably not including like what you just said though. Right? Like the Yeah, somewhere between three hundred K and six hundred K for wow. a year. That's how everybody's on top of the money the... he earned for salaries. Damn. Because was... we, we haven't really talked about this yet, but what's everybody's thoughts on the live golf situation? What live what? Live golf? You haven't heard about that, Nick? Live golf? L I V. Golf. So it's it's essentially it's a Saudi Arabian um golf league. Where they they made it to rival the PGA. 
and they're just right now they're just poaching a bunch of people from the PGA. So far, like the big money. names. Yeah, so far the big names is that they've signed um, Dustin Johnson. They got, oh fuck, what's uh, Phil Mickelson, and then as of recently they just sniped Brooks Kepka. Holy crap! Right, Bryson DeChambeau. Have they? Did they get Bryson too? That's like they got a whole bunch more. That's people. like Ricky yeah. Fowler. That's like a lot of like the Ricky Fowler's over there yeah. now too. Yeah. Dude, that's there's like a lot, there's a lot more than just that. That's but like, those are those are like the biggest names. When does it start? So far. It's already started. They had their first. They had like their UK tour or whatever last week. But Bro. the thing with them is they're not. Um, they're not an exclusive. No, so they can play. They can like you can play in the PGA too. Oh. But the PGA is saying if you're in the LIV, you can't play in PGA tour yes. events. Yes. Well, then the PGA is about to lose all their top guys that have won but all the recent majors. Here's also the thing. Um, I rate. I want to say right now, Phil Mickelson is the highest paid, um, person at live golf well tiger would have been yes so <laughs> would have <laughs> let's, no so no so this is um, no they it got leaked they offered oh, really? what was it like almost 800 800 million dollars no it was more than that it was so they gave phil mickelson like a 250 million dollar contract to play for him so phil mickelson's playing at live golf for 250 mil or whatever it was reported that the contract that they offered tiger was over a billion dollars and he turned it down and, and and they they still they still make money like when they win events they make more it's more like the yep. persons for the events are more it's sponsorships typically can be more can be less like, it was something like even if you took like 20th or 30th place in the tournament you still had a purse winning of like five hundred thousand dollars dude that's crazy man this, this yeah the saudi the, the saudis they're just Put money in that oil money, that fucking sport, oil man. money, dude. Especially now that gas is fucking six bucks a gallon. Yeah, right, exactly. I know it's it's really hard. Like it's hard for the PGA to know what to do. I don't know that they're taking the right the right action here. Like, I think the PGA like, just needs to say like, you know what, you guys can play in both, but the PGA I feel like is still going to stay more prestigious than live golf. Maybe, maybe. Not if all the big names go to the live golf. I, like that's the I only mean, thing that matters, they, right? If they have if they have that money, they're gonna keep poaching all the good golfers. No, yeah, but but that's what but I'm that, saying. Like once that PGA, happens, like I mean, because live live golf can still se- live golf can still set up events at the same course as the PGA, right? Because those guys potentially. potentially right. Because I, I would imagine some of those courses depending are probably like private courses, that, right? Yeah, depending on what like, the contracts at the courses. Live golf, have with PGA. right? Live golf could easily just set up like their own U.S. Open, their own British Open. Maybe not well, British. No, because the, like, the Open, the major championships aren't the PGA. They're their own entities. So like, oh, okay. The, so US, they can... the U.S. Open, all the people that played for Live can play in the open. Oh, I they did were... not know that. I thought that was all PGA exclusive as well. You just can't play in like the PGA championship or anything. Right. And who cares about that? No one watches that one anyways. No, that's that's like everybody I guess yeah in that aspect because no. I didn't know that. But mm-hmm. like if Liv keeps on doing this, I think we're gonna see PGA kinda go to nothing. I don't know. Golf is low key a dying sport and something like this, who knows, might make it uh, a little sure. more interesting. I mean I just like <clears throat> it, I love golf. I love playing golf, uh, but maybe this will be but something that makes just, it. Just wait. Just wait until next year. Tiger's gonna be fully healthy. Golf will be back. <laughs> Dude, no, golf is never as hype as it is when Tiger's playing. 
And that's why you like say golf's a dying sport. Go watch the Masters. Tiger's like a bum, and then look at him walk in on the 18. Like, it's not dying. As long as, as long as Tyler Tiger's still alive and playing, it's never dead. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> well, boys, want to wrap her up there? Sounds weird. All right. Find us Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, Twitter at the Obvious Thirteen. Send us your questions. Feel free. Oh, really appreciate I suppose it. I'll need to log in for that again since yeah. I dropped my phone in the fucking water. <laughs> I can send you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a nice week, everyone.